everybody. Welcome to the latest edition of Volley. I'm Carolyn April, and I'm looking for my good buddy, Seth Robinson. Seth. Hey, how you doing? I am hanging in there, you know, middle of summer, July, so in an odd summer it is. I didn't have my beach vacation, given our whole uh, current situation with the pandemic, so I'm a little off my game in terms of orientation, like my summer's not going the way it usually does, but, you know, hanging in there. Everybody's healthy here. How are you? Yeah, same. I was going to say the same thing. It's kind of dog days of summer here. Like, you know, we're getting a little bit of information about what school is going to look like. And, you know, we've just been hanging out. Uh, we we might get out of here a little bit for a, a mini vacation, but, you know, there's just not a whole lot to do. And that's mostly OK with us. But um, it kind of makes the days drag a little bit and they all blend together and it's weird and never know which day it is. So yeah, here we are. Yeah, it's very true. Well, what what I found is the weekends are the same as the weekdays other than having to work, but you don't really go anywhere or do anything. So it's yeah. like seven, they just, everything just bleeds together, but exactly. Yeah. Hopefully we can get through it all. <laughs> well, we've got uh, something to look forward to coming up uh, our channel con event, which I think we've, we've maybe mentioned here recently, but uh, we've definitely mentioned it in the past. It's our annual event. And as with every large-scale event, we are going online this year. It'll be virtual. We've always had an online component, or, or at least for the past several years, we've had an online component. And so in a way, we're kind of ready for this, and we're just really stepping into that online piece, and it's going to be the whole thing now. So I've, I've done that online component for the past few years, and now we've got three days to look forward to, and you and I are going to be the, the main hosts for two of the days. So that'll, that'll be exciting. So I thought we would just take a look through the agenda. Yeah, let's do that. Well, I'll go first since I have day one as the MC out of our three-day uh, channel con. And it's a good agenda for that day. Uh, I know Todd Thibodeau, our CEO, is going to be giving the keynote to open everything up. And then after that, we've got uh, a couple of panels. So the first panel, um, I'm moderating both of these panels that I'll discuss today, but the, the first one was really high level. It was just, what's next for the channel? Given a lot of things, uh, the pandemic, the economic conditions, uh, the changing that's going on within the channel and the evolution to cloud that you and I, Seth, have talked about so much over the, over the course of our uh, four years doing Bali. And we've got some great panelists that represent the industry, um, both on the vendor side and on the solution provider side. And they're going to have some really good things to say. It's um, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, I think we'll tackle um, everything from the pandemic, which is the elephant in the room for probably any one of these panel discussions that we're going to be having, to some more of the nitty gritty things that are going on in the channel right now. So excited about that one. And we should we should mention that that's kicking off kind of a whole day that that's focused on channel related topics or or technology firm related topics, industry related topics, I guess. And and that's really our primary audience with, within membership. But especially for your day, we're we're really focusing on the the business of selling, implementing, supporting technology, right? Yeah, it's really all about those who work in, in, you know, in the business of technology, which we talk about so much. Thanks for helping me out with that one. Um, yeah, so this is really devoted to it's a business business track more so than it is a technology track, which I know you tackle uh, later in the week. So these are solution providers, MSPs, uh, the vendors 
whom they work with, um, who will be involved in a, in a lot of the discussion that's going to be going on that day. The second panel that I'm going to be moderating is a little more in-depth because it dovetails with some of the research that we've done uh, and some of the outside research that we've worked with a third party on. Um, and it's, it's about partner experience trends. And what I mean by that, and we can talk about it a little bit, is I think we've all been hearing about the push toward how important the customer experience is. And we did a whole study on it last year, early this year. And I know Seth, you and I devoted a volley to talking about that and how firms in the channel need to kind of up their game on the expectations that customers now have around how they're going to be, you know, the relationship and how they're going to be dealt with and sold to and then managed over the long term. Well, we're seeing a similar thing happening with partner experience and the demands and changing relationships that they have based on the vendors whom they work with. It's an interesting dynamic uh, that I've seen change quite a bit over the years. And we worked with our good friends over at Achieve Unite, uh, which is a consulting firm uh, run by Teresa Carrigal and um, one of her main consultants, uh, Bob O'Malley, who uh, is a good friend of, of CompTIA. He and I and, and she worked on um, this study together. Uh, they did a bunch of qualitative interviews. So they interviewed vendors and they interviewed solution providers in the channel and talked to them about what some of the new expectations are about uh, that relationship. And I'd say the biggest takeaway, and I'll let you weigh in, is that the, there's been a power equation shift. That's the way we sort of frame it in, in, in the writings that we've been doing about this, in that if I go back to my early days in the channel, most of the firms were resellers, hardware resellers, and they were mainly aligned with the big platform players, the hardware resellers. It was the IBMs, the HPs, the Cisco's uh, of the world. And so it wasn't it, it was a smaller universe in terms of who you were aligned with from a vendor perspective. And the vendors really owned all the power and, and their partner programs were structured in three tiers. And, if, you know, in order for you to reach the, you know, the gold medal tier, you had to, as a partner, um, jump through hoops in many instances. That's changed tremendously in the cloud era. There are so many more companies, vendors out there that uh, channel partners can choose to work with. Many partners now have, have gotten away from hardware for obvious business reasons and are entering more application spaces, more data spaces, getting into emerging tech. And again, that means the universe of vendors they choose to work with has grown. And as a result, they have a lot more leverage in terms of what they need. The other factor at play is that types of channel partners have changed. So we are no longer living in a strictly transactional partner world where, you know, you I'll sell your stuff for you. There are so many other types of partners out there that are purely influencers or referral partners, and they are not selling anything. And those partners don't need the same things from the vendors in the relationship. So it's it's an interesting dynamic change. I don't think it's unwelcome by the vendors, but they've got to make some shifts in how they serve the partners who work for them and with them. So remind me quick, is this mostly focusing on the relationship between partners and vendors or are distributors in, in the mix as well in the analysis yeah. you did? Yeah, they're in the mix as well because they, they have to be. I mean, they're right. in the middle. Um, they've had to make some serious changes to their business model because, you know, initially distributors, if you think about them, were, you know, they were the wholesaler in the middle who, you know, did fulfillment of hardware mainly. 
um, to channel partners who did not want to take on a ton of inventory and then get stuck with it. So they would wait until they felt like they had, you know, orders and then they would use the distributor to fulfill those orders. Well, that's evolved over time. And many of the distributors have had to made adjustments uh, around software and made adjustments around cloud services. Um, so they are certainly included here in that they have to serve, you know, they have to change the the, the partner experience they're really their, you know, partners are really their customers, if you think about it. They're, and, and they have to change that experience as well and make it more palatable. I mean, the number one thing that partners are demanding right now is ease of doing business and clear communications. It's the same thing customers are demanding in their, the, the new age of customer experience. Give me options for how to communicate with you, different platforms, different formats, and make it easy. You know, make support easy, make things, make it easy to do business with you, because if you make it hard, I'm going to go to somebody else down the street and there's plenty of options for them now. Yeah, I'll be really interested to watch the panel. I, I think that the the thing that is occurring to me is the relationship here and, and the function of each person in the relationships is is changing, right? Like you mentioned, this used to be mostly about hardware reselling, mostly about the flow of products and when that's what the the goal was every person in that chain kind of served a, a certain function right you know the vendors produced the products the distributors were wrapping their arms around all the vendors and and helping be a middleman between them and the and the partners and then the, the partners were the end of the chain you know selling directly to the customers uh for the most part and I don't think we're dealing quite as much with a flow anymore. Uh, there's still some components of that, but I think that the tension that we've seen so much with a lot of these discussions over the past several years is when we say, well, what's the partner experience? What what are partners wanting to see happen here? You definitely get some amount of, of feedback saying, well, when I sell cloud services, I want it to look like it used to when I sold hardware. And maybe there's some of that that can happen, but I think more than that, it needs to be, okay, when you're selling cloud services, it's not going to look the same. And so what does it look like and how should each player in the ecosystem react? And, and I think that everyone is finding their way along this, right? You know, we, we've talked before and like when we had Frank Battagliano on here talking about uh, distributors did not just go away when cloud services popped up. They, they are learning to serve a new purpose, but it's not quite the same purpose and function that they served before. And, and so I, I, I'm always interested in this discussion and, and seeing exactly where the needle lies on Everyone, you know, in the ecosystem kind of understanding that there's a new world that needs to be defined versus trying to fit the new world into the old world that they understood. Yeah, and that's a, that's a classic situation when and whenever there's a big business model shift or business shift. Uh, and I think to your point, uh, we're we're just not in an, in a linear um, type of supply chain situation anymore. And all the players need to figure out how to adjust, and they're trying. And 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 uh, it'll be a good discussion. I'm really looking forward to hearing what what the panelists have to say. So wrapping up day one, we've got a uh, a discussion among two of our uh, well-known channel um, thought leaders, and that would be Larry Walsh, who is uh, CEO of the 2112 Group, and Heather Margolis, who is the CEO of Channel Maven Consulting. And the two of those bright lights are going to talk about. Um, something uh, that's important to all channel companies and even vendors, 
and it's about maintaining and both growing, and, and growing is probably the uh, operative word here given the economic times that we're in, uh, your sales pipeline. Um, so, you know, in, in this time of uncertainty, they usually bring a lot to the table, both have a lot to say, and we'll be really looking forward to, uh, to their session. Good. And then I know to wrap up the day, um, we are attempting a, a happy hour. Uh, and I say attempting only only because I think with all of these online events, like we've talked about a little bit, the, the really tough part to capture is the networking part, yeah. the spontaneous conversations. And um, I, I think that's that's a huge challenge. And I think that the, the tools aren't quite there to even begin to replicate you know, what we all used to do in person. Uh, but everyone's trying, you know, a little bit. Uh, and, and so I definitely hope that uh, people will hang around for that, see what we have to offer and hopefully make some new connections. Yeah, I think we're, we've reached a point in the first few months of this. It was really difficult to get folks to stick around and, and feel like these virtual networking pieces of, of an event were worth their time or worked. But now I think it may be the case that people are so stir crazy and so desperate to see their friends and talk to people again. You know, we may have better luck now that we're so deep into this, uh, this strange period that we're in. Yeah. Yeah. So then we're on to day two, which uh, neither one of us is involved in, but this is a day that's that I, I view as a kind of a blend between the business people that you'll be focused on in your day and, and the IT professionals that I will have a little bit of a focus on in, in my day. This is led by our communities. And I think the communities are attempting to be a blend of, of those two groups. Uh, obviously, coming out of our historic membership model, uh, there's a lot of channel people in there. But we also have topics that are of, of interest to any IT professional, whether it's diversity mm-hmm. or security or emerging technology. Uh, and, and so looking through the agenda, I see that our our new vice president of communities, Gary Bixler, is going to be leading a panel on global perspectives to kick off the day. And then we move into some community forums, you know, around the future of work uh, and the future of learning, emerging technologies and some some cybersecurity and different things like that. So so I think there's a, a lot of different things going on there. And I think that'll be of interest to a lot of people. Yeah, I noticed the um, the session descriptions here uh, are are not totally channel specific. They very much have an appeal to a broader group. And whether you're an IT pro or you're in the business of technology, I, I think all of those sessions sound like they would appeal to you, which is is nice nice to see. That day also wraps up with uh, the announcement of our CompTIA Member of the Year, which is something that we do every year. And I don't know who it is. Um, oh, I do. And I wouldn't say otherwise. But, yeah, I'm not going to say. But, but, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, our, our, our Nancy Hammervick um, will be making that announcement. And that's always exciting to find out who that's going to be. Yeah, always always good to recognize somebody that's given back to the industry, uh, that, that has been a valuable member of our uh, community uh, here at CompTIA. So I hope that everyone tunes in to, to see that. Yeah, uh, it, it'll be exciting. And then we move to day three. And we're day three, uh, which, like day, I <laughs> yeah, kind of mentioned before, is is focused a little bit more on technology, a little bit more on the actual tactics of, of technology. And so I think that IT professionals uh, will, will get a lot out of this. Uh, we, we won't have the same thing that we've had in the past, where we've got some sessions that are available for continuing education credit. 
but this day is is kind of in line with the the sessions that I've led for the past couple of years on the future of technology and emerging technology. So we're kicking off the day with a panel that focuses on a lot of the themes that were in the recent white paper that I know we've, we've talked about on here. Yeah. And I will have Jay McBain from Forrester Research and Betsy Ziegler, the CEO of the 1871 Incubator here in Chicago. Uh, I think both of those people are going to bring a lot of great perspective to some of the things that I discussed in that white paper around what emerging technology means, especially for the strategic part of IT and uh, how emerging technology is more embedded as part of the solution rather than being a standalone piece that advances the platform of computing and then the skills that we need to focus on in the future. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to that discussion. Mm -hmm. So I think the, um, the second one here fits right in with what I'm doing in uh, terms of uh, partner experience. And these are two women from Achieve Unite, who I, I mentioned Teresa earlier, who worked on the qualitative study for us and did a lot of interviews. So this is a nice dovetail to what we started the beginning of the week with. Yeah, for sure. And then we're wrapping up the day with two sessions that uh, I, I think are very interesting. You know, in the past, when we focused on emerging technology, we had two days, you know, a, a track that was spread over two days with seven sessions. And we could focus on some individual technologies like artificial intelligence or blockchain or whatever it might be. With only three slots here in a kind of compressed format, we didn't want to focus on any one technology. And, and so we're focusing on automation, which mm. brings together a lot of different technologies in order to work. Uh, and, and we're focusing specifically on automation within cybersecurity. Uh, so we have Corey McReynolds from Avertium that will be giving that presentation. And then we're focusing on data management, which again, brings together a lot of technologies and a lot of technologies are generating data. And so data management is an overarching practice that has to be applied to emerging technology. And that one's going to be led by a group of people out of our advisory councils. Um, so they're all going to be bringing in their own expertise from their specific areas and putting together a joint presentation on data management. Uh, so I, I really like that we've got these two overarching pieces instead of focusing on any one technology because we probably wouldn't have been able to hit all of them uh, with only two slots. Yeah, no, I think given the format of, of the virtual event, um, this is a good way to go. And like, I agree with you 100%, you know, a topic like automation or a topic like data management, um, those, those really encompass so many other areas, like a lot of different individual technologies, all will be affected by those two uh, more macro uh, types of, of technology. Um, so I think this is a, this was a good decision and a good way to go with the programming. And then, well, oh, we're ending the day, right? Yeah, ending the day, ending the show with uh, another recognition, you know, maybe even larger scale than member of the year. This is our IT Hall of Fame induction, and I think the releases have gone out, so I think we're okay to say who this one is. I've never met him, but it's uh, Bob Stegner of Synex, right? Yes, yeah, I know Bob. Yes, Bob's great. He's a very, that, a very uh, good choice. Um, and uh, funny, we talked about distribution earlier in this uh, in our podcast here. Um, but Bob has been involved with Synex for quite a long time. I do not have his bio in front of me, but he he is a uh, he is a noble and worthy choice. Um, always been a great uh, advocate for the industry, a great advocate for the channel in particular. 
um, and uh, he knows his way around uh, distribution. So, and he's a good guy, personality-wise, great guy. So this is uh, exciting. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, we're uh, thrilled to be able to recognize him. So. It's going to be a full three days. Uh, it's going to be a different three days. We're going to miss seeing everyone, uh, miss getting together. But hopefully we'll get back to that uh, before too much longer. Uh, and, and for now, we'll see how this goes. I, I expect that we'll be able to reach uh, a, a broader segment than we normally would with our face-to-face. I know when we did the online stuff before, we always had a ton of attendees. Uh, and, and again, some of them were there for the continuing ed. But uh, just like we saw with our CCF event earlier this year, Yep. When we go online, and a lot of people are seeing this, when they go online, they're able to reach a lot more people. Yeah, um, I think that our, and I'll give a shout out to our uh, planning and events team. They seem to put together a nice agenda here, and it seems like hopefully, based on how CCF went in terms of flow and logistics, uh, we should be we should be good. So we encourage all of you. I know it's a bummer. Uh, I like to get together. I like to be with um with people and see them and reconnect and have a drink at the bar, you know, the whole, the whole nine yards, but, um, hopefully, um, we can make this work and, uh, and we'll, and, uh, you know, be a success. So I'm look, I'm looking forward to it. And it is in what, two weeks, three weeks, August yeah, 4th, it's, uh, yeah. August 5th through 7th. Uh, so we'll include a link to registration in the show notes here. Uh, and if you're interested, please check it out. Yeah. I would say that I'll see you there, but I'll I'll be watching you online. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll do the same for you. We're gonna support the team, right? But um, That's right. Uh, yeah. Well, it'll, well, I'm looking forward to it. it. It'll be it's it's a new challenge, so that's the way I'm looking at it is just to do something in such a different format for us. But anyway, have a great rest of your day. All right, you too. I will talk to you later. Alrighty, bye.